They're just on a mission, a Bolshevik mission to destroy what is what is good in, in our lives. Christianity is the fundamental basis. They hate God. That's what this is really about. They hate God and they hate humanity. So if they want to talk about human rights, um, you got to have some intellectual honesty here. And, and I really think that more of us need to be calling out all of this as designed anarchy to destroy the constitutional republic founded on Judeo-Christian principles that has been the light of the world. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. That of course was attorney Todd Callender and Dr. Lee Vliet. We all want to wish you a very happy Easter. He, Jesus Christ our Lord, is risen. Friends, I have a very special treat for you in this broadcast and an even more special treat linked below about the Shroud of Turin. I featured this important video at both SGT Report and thephaser.com. The image on the Shroud of Turin of the man who was crucified is a negative, only revealed to be so after the invention of photography. Was that image made by some form of supernatural radiation? And did it come from the light of Jesus himself as his DNA was activating. It is also thought that the body was levitating at the moment the image was being made. If you, dear listeners, struggle with the story of biblical truths and Jesus Christ, I could not more highly recommend that you watch this very important video. The link is below. And may God truly bless you and your family in these dire times. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments have made it their mission to stay on top of the most important economic news. Now, there were three bank runs in the last month. These are the second and third largest bank runs in U.S. history. The government is claiming to be taking steps to guarantee all deposits. But the bottom line is this, more money printing. The Fed is sitting on unrealized losses of $1.2 trillion on their $8.3 trillion bond portfolio. And it looks like the Fed may continue to raise interest rates, even if that means tanking the economy. These are frightening times. But do you know who are the ones who are not afraid? The people that have invested in gold with Noble Gold Investments. Now remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. So do your own due diligence. But I myself own precious metals. Gold is the most stable asset outside of any government control. And if you like silver, that's an option too. Thousands have approached Noble Gold Investments to get their hands on gold. Hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth now. And if you qualify, you can bag a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with each gold or silver IRA. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report here, and uh, we're going to wish you all a very happy Easter. He is risen. Let me welcome my guests. We have so much to talk about today. Trans insanity is really at the top of my list. I'll welcome my guests. Dr. Lee Lee, welcome back. How are you? Thank you, Sean. It's a pleasure to be with you on this hopeful weekend with the message of Easter that is a promise to all of us. Yeah. God bless you. And uh, Attorney Todd Callender, welcome back. Happy Good Friday. Nice to be here with you both. Nice to have you guys. All right. So have you guys been following this trans insanity stuff that's going on? At the top of the oh. list is Bud Light's decision to uh, hire this trans person, Dylan Mulvaney, to parade around and drink 
Bud Light in a bathtub. Uh, it's all preposterous stuff. Now Jack Daniels is on board with the woke mob as well. Have you guys been following that? Yes. As much as I can't. Uh, <laughs> you know, Sean, this goes back to Obama's warning that five days before the election in 2008, he said clearly, we are five days away from transforming, fundamentally transforming the United States of America. And that's exactly what he set about to do throughout his presidency and in the shadows behind the Biden administration. This is all about mocking everything America has stood for as a Judeo-Christian nation. And I think these companies that have gone into this blanket of demonic insanity that is falling over all of us, I, I really think they are irreparably damaging their brands. And I think their sales will fall off as well they should. But make no bones about it. That is the same evil that led to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ more than 2,000 years ago. And that is the evil in this world. The promise of Easter is that God prevails and is sovereign. God prevails over the gates of hell, which have been unleashed on us. You know, that's That's exactly where I wanted to go. Todd, why don't you weigh in on this? Because... That's exactly where I wanted to go. This trans insanity stuff. These are godless mobs. I'm going to play some video yeah. for you guys in a second. But uh, Dr. Vliet's right. It, she is. It's so insightful, too. It, it, when you said that, doctor, it, it just struck me that sometimes humanity has to have a great fall in order to wake up. And, and, and the great fall was the crucifixion of our, our Christ. You know, and it was only by that message, by that act that so many people found God. And I wonder if we're not back in that very same situation here um, where a lot of people are able to see that guys in uh, you know, banana hammocks pretending to be women reading to fifth graders is a bad idea. I think there's enough of us still to recognize this, that it's offensive to our moral compass. It's offensive to, to everybody and should be. Uh, I, I just think maybe this perversion is that, that wake-up call. I pray so. I think you're right. I I think, and that that's that's Satan's plan and and yeah. mode modus operandi down through human history is that when subtlety doesn't work, then he becomes more and more blatant. And quite frankly, I think the demonic left has become so blatant, so in your face, and so outrageous that it is waking up even the most sleeping people to see the enormity of this. Uh, Father Meek said it best in his recent homily, the blanket of demonic insanity. I think more people are seeing it. I think it is turning people back to God, which is the opposite of what the enemy wants, of course, but that's God's plan. Well, listen to this, guys. The repercussions against Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch have been swift and devastating. So we have Ted Nugent and Kid Rock and pretty much Ah, everybody with a pulse 
going after Bud Light and saying, never again will I buy your swill. You know, Eric, the beauty of my life, there's so many things, is that I've never spent one red cent on alcohol, but I made sure that my entire crew and my family will never allow any Anheuser-Busch products anywhere near my world. Or now it looks like Jack Daniels has fallen into the same crevasse of stupidity. How could they be that disrespectful and give the middle finger to their core consumer demographic. Can they possibly have a meeting around a table and come to the conclusion that they're going to piss in the face of the people that pay their salaries? This is the epitome of a cultural deprivation in an ongoing tsunami of cultural deprivation. But I get a kick out of it because good people are still standing our ground. And believe me when I tell you, I just wrapped up a wonderful kicker brunch I have every week with farmers and ranchers and cops and teachers and hardware store operators and and energy barons and guitar players and music people. And we stand with Kid Rock's statement that if that corporation, if that industry can be that out of touch and disrespectful to their consumer base, then like Kid Rock said, have a nice day, dirtbags. Now, here's the other update, though, is if we just stay on this madness that's been engineered to happen. Do you guys know who Riley Gaines is? I'm asking no. the audience. She's a female collegiate swimmer, and she went on the record about having to compete against a man, and he was ranked about 400th in the country. But then he identified as a woman, started competing against these girls, these women, these collegiate swimmers and then took first place repeatedly. Anyway, Riley Gaines has been speaking out against this insanity, and here's what happened to her at San Francisco State University. She had to barricade herself in a room for three hours until the mob dissipated. Wow. Well, there's a bunch of winners. Yeah, and they keep chanting, trans rights are human rights. You know, where have we heard this before? It's just the absolute madness of the crowds, and I've been making the point that these people are like the Bolsheviks. This is like the American well, Bolshevik Sean, Revolution. This is exactly what Todd and I and you have been talking about for years. Democracy is mob rule. And that is what we're facing. We are not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. And all the talking heads on TV, including Tucker Carlson, are yep. always calling us a democracy, which makes people think. Oh incorrectly about our form of government. And this mob rule is exactly what our founders warned us about as to why they had not given us a democracy. And Benjamin Franklin said, you've been given a constitutional republic if you can keep it. And right now it's on the verge of it's hanging by a thread. Please, and, and and doctor, thank you for that. You, you said that very eloquently, and it's exactly right. I, I would like to reach out to these folks, right, the very ones they're mobbing, and, and ask them, you know, what is it that you really want? Because nobody is stopping you from doing your trans thing. Go ahead. No, nobody cares, right? America is a libertarian bastion. Live and let live. So what is it exactly that they want? It isn't, you know, rights they they already have rights they're humans what what right exactly do you want that um is is not already provided for in the law if it's if it's, if you're seeking rights to abuse others to kill people without consequence to um molest children that's against the law whether you're trans or not because society will not allow it 
It's, it's against fundamental human rights and nature and God's laws too. We have laws for a reason. So what is it exactly they're so pissed off about it? I think it goes to what um, Dr. Vliet said. These are just hijacked people. This is a, a, a very small group of very dedicated people who may or may not even be transsexual. They're just on a mission, a Bolshevik mission to destroy what is what is good in, in our lives. Christianity is the fundamental basis. They hate God. That's what this is really about. They hate God and they hate humanity. So if they want to talk about human rights, um, you got to have some intellectual honesty here. Well, and I think that's right. So just to tie it together with the crucifixion of Christ, you know, Pontius Pilate was looking for a way out. And so he asked the mob, how about this? I'll let the mob, I'll let the people decide. Should we release Barabbas, a rapist and murderer, or Jesus Christ? He thought, of course, the mob would say Jesus Christ. But no, the mob wanted Barabbas released and they wanted Christ crucified. And I think these are the same type of people today. This is the spirit. It's yeah. the Antichrist it spirit that's taken hold in these people. And I think uh, you're right. So, look, here, I just want people to really understand what a hero Riley Gaines is. So let me just scroll up. A University of Kentucky swimmer. I think she's out of college now, but now she's standing up for all women talking out against this trans insanity. Because here's the swimmer that was a man. He competed as a biological male for three years. Then he identified as a woman and started taking first place in all of these swim meets. Here's the thing. Riley Gaines tells the story, and this is how she rose to prominence. I think it was at maybe a city council meeting or something. She's telling the story about how none of the girls were given consent. None of the girls were even informed that this guy was going to walk into their locker room and change into his swimming suit in front of them. And that's what he did. And they were all horrified. He still has his male genitalia. And the whole thing is just insanity. And Riley Gaines is the only one speaking out. The NCAA, the NCAA did nothing. They said nothing. Uh, The school said nothing. It was all allowed. And it's all treated as though it's completely normal when it is literally the inversion of biblical principles. Everything's upside down now. Yeah, that's really tragic. God love her for standing up. And isn't that the point? Don't we all need to reject this? It can't just be one or two of us. We've all got to stand and say, no, we all have the power to do that. Why is that not happening? Where is the the courage that's missing from people? And how do we inspire that? Yeah, and Matt Walsh, you know, he's done that uh, excellent documentary, What is a Woman? Matt Walsh tweeted about this and uh, what happened to Riley Gaines at San Francisco State University, he said, this is kidnapping, right? Riley Gaines should pursue felony charges against every single person in that hallway because evidently transgender activists, you know, holding her hostage were demanding money, I guess, in exchange for her safe passage off San Francisco State University. So this is just another snippet of what happened to this poor girl. And what we're hoping to do is to keep things peaceful. And make her lose her pride. Wow. Where's the cops? The cops were there, I guess, evidently protecting her. But yeah, how come these people can That's get a crime. away with this? Why did these people get away with this stuff and our side goes to jail for showing up to protest a stolen election? Because the people that are giving instructions to the cops are telling them that if you enforce the law, you're going to be fired. At what point does the person in uniform say, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to collaborate with you. I'm not going to let this happen, you know, and, and leave. I mean, that's the point. All of us have, when we say no more, we have to meet it and do something about it. 
Um, and we've got to get rid of whoever it is that's, that's giving these orders. Uh, by a hook or by a crook, they got to go. Lee, are you still there? Yes. I was just thinking about the enormity of our law enforcement people allowing these kinds of harassment and crimes to continue and not standing up as Todd just called them to do. Where are the people who stand for their oath to the rule of law, to God, country, the Constitution? Let me add something, doctor. You know, if, if the police officers are afraid to actually do their job, I want to remind them, you swore an oath to the Constitution. There was a reason why you did that. You know, you wanted to help other people. You wanted to be a, a patriot. You wanted to save your country and save humanity. Do that. And if you do that and get in trouble, then you can call me, call my law firm. There's a bunch of us lawyers. We'll defend you. But you've got to stand. I can't do it for you. So please, I mean, you look at all the whistleblowers we've helped, doctor, and Sean, for that matter, too. You've had them on. You know what? They have stood and they're still doing their job. Teresa Long, um, Bruce McGray, nothing has happened to them. And they said no. So why is it that others can't do the same? You know, do your damn job. Well, that's exactly right, Todd. I, I've said that about my own profession. You've said it about lawyers. I say it about physicians. Do your job. Do the right thing. How can you live with yourself when you allow patients to die on your watch and you're a physician who took an oath to, to help patients not harm them? How can you look yourself in the eye as an attorney yeah. when you sit back and follow the political directives of a, law, of a law firm instead of what you know is right under the law. That's right. What is happening to people across the country who, in every profession? What is happening to ministers who are preaching the politically correct social justice government narrative instead of biblical truth? They are mocking our values, and this is exactly what Father Meeks was talking about when he did his homily, the blanket of demonic insanity. We don't have to stand for that. Jesus didn't stand for that. We should stand on God's truth and on the rule of law, as you just said, Todd. You know, Doc, it's it's not like it, it's a question as to what the, the follow-on consequences of this are. You, know, you can foresee the harm that is going to be caused by this. If, if, in fact, you, can, you don't even have to foresee it. You can look at New York City. Right? People commit murders. They're out that very same day without bond. And, and then, lo and behold, they're murdering more people. And pretty soon, by the way, you in uniform, it's going to be one of your kids. It's going to be one of your wives because you failed to do your job, right? And that goes not just to the people in uniform. That goes to you, judge, and you, prosecutor. Um, the, the consequences will and are equally applied to all. So don't think you're going to be exempt. You know, the, the communists have a habit of eating their own. And when they take over, you're the first to go. That's so your choice is yeah. to uphold the Constitution and, and uphold society um, because that's what you signed up for. 
Yeah, you're so right. The communists do eat their own. So, you know, during this holy weekend, I think it's uh, apropos that we're covering this because it really is the spirit of the Antichrist. Here's another news blurb. Get this. Woke protesters destroy Bible while disrupting conservative speaker at college campus in New York. Let me scroll down. Ian Hayworth. He says, last night I was at the University of Albany to speak with, I guess, probably, oh, Turning Point USA. Got it. My argument, free speech is being destroyed on college campuses. And like clockwork, some deranged protesters showed up and used the heckler's veto to try and shut down the event. You know what? I don't want to be too over the top here, but they may as well be chanting free Barabbas. I mean, it's really the same crowd, is it not? It, it is. really it's is. It, it, it's well, it is. And Soros himself is funding so much of these protest groups, these violent anarchists. They are, you know, we've got to stop calling them protesters. They are anarchists. They are mm. seeking to create anarchy. This is not free speech protest. And I, the more that we use the language that is civil language to describe criminal, uncivil behavior, the more we perpetuate it. And, and I really think that more of us need to be calling out all of this as designed anarchy to destroy the constitutional republic founded on Judeo-Christian principles that has been the light of the world. And yeah. that's what we're up against. Yep. What, what bothers me, doctor, about this, um, I, I know people you know, who have said, I'm going to go to one of these protests. And my challenge to that person was, um, you're smart. Why can't you just make a cogent argument? If you don't like what this person says, then go have a discussion. Have an open one and challenge them. Use your intellect. It, it, have intellectual honesty. And if the guy can't defend his message, then so be it. Everybody can see that. But you have an obligation um, to, to make your point. You don't just get to shut people down so they can't make theirs. Your obligation is to beat them in a debate, right? That's the marketplace of ideas. Um, simply shutting it off, which is, by the way, what I think this Restrict Act is about, is being proposed, is to shut off the conversation entirely. Oh, no question. And and to persecute and arrest those of us yes. who speak the truth against the narrative and expose the lies and deceptions. Absolutely. Criminal it's exactly what the communists did in the Bolshevik re Revolution. And the Soviet Union and what the Communist Party of China does, Venezuela, North Korea, Iran yep. as a theocracy. It's not communism. It's a theocracy, but it's a dictatorship. So it's exactly the same totalitarian suppression of dissent. And how did we overcome that in, in years past? You know, let's take the Soviet Union, for example. How did they come out of that? It was the, you know, they call it the blue jean revolution at the end of the day, because I was there after it had happened, after the Soviet Union fell. They, they did it because it was a competition in the marketplace, because Western kids had blue jeans, because we had food in our food stores, because there was competition, a better way of life 
um, than communism. So how does one expose that? How does one know that? And herein lies the problem with these people. They're living in, in, uh, in luxury. These are kids that have never gone a day without a meal, right? Sure. They don't even know what it is they have because we stopped teaching history. They have no idea. They've never traveled outside of their state, much less the country. They don't even know what poverty looks like, and they sure as hell are heading right towards it. You know, I want well, to exactly, and they're restricting the very freedoms that these that are allowing these yeah, anarchists right. to behave the way they are. Uh, they're destroying the very freedoms that gave rise to that. And quite frankly, I'm seeing things. I was in the Soviet Union during the Soviet era, and I'm seeing the very tactics that were used against the Soviet Russian people then being played out right here in America now. Now, these people, too, guys, they are completely unprepared for what's coming. You nailed that, Todd. They're soft. They're spoiled, rotten, and they're spiritually deceived. So that's the perfect recipe for a Bolshevik revolution when the shit hits the fan. Forgive my language on uh, Holy Week, but that's what's coming. When inflation turns into hyperinflation, as all yeah. of these nation states move away from the dollar, these cities are going to burn at the hands of these people. And that's all Soros color revolution stuff it's being made to happen on purpose but i guess if sure. there's hope for humanity i don't know did you guys see this this is are you see this crowd that's in paris okay you guys know about the uh, protests happening in paris because macron just universally decided to raise the retirement age from i think it was 62 to 64 and these people have been marching in the streets for weeks this isn't in the streets you see this image on the right here that's inside black rock headquarters in paris so, <laughs> frankly <laughs> those are the kind of crowds i personally like to see at least these people are protesting the right enemies of humanity yeah they sure are I, I, the question is how does that become contagious what is the proverbial straw right that broke the camel's back and obviously for the french that was um denying them access to their pensions i wonder what it will be for americans i thought poisoning your kids you know with a with a death shot would have done it. I'm, I'm shocked that it hasn't. Well, that's right. I was. Listening. I am too. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, ahead. I was going to agree with Todd that I find it really quite shocking that, that parents are still pushing their children to be vaccinated in the face of all of the deaths and injuries and damage to children as well as adults. Hey friends, just a quick break and a word about our sponsor. I think most of you know that de-dollarization has begun, but most of your friends, neighbors, and colleagues probably don't. The dollar's dominance is fading by the day. China, Brazil, India, Japan, even France have announced they're moving away from dollars as the major trade unit. The writing's on the wall, and these are scary times. But do you know who are the ones who are not afraid? the people that have invested in gold with Noble Gold Investments. Now remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. So do your own due diligence. But I myself own precious metals. Gold is the most stable asset outside of any government control. And if you like silver, that's an option too. Thousands have approached Noble Gold Investments to get their hands on gold. Hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth now. And if you qualify, you can bag a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with each gold or silver IRA. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Well, that's right. And let me just do a screen share here. I don't have this queued up, but just to spark the conversation, I'll play just a snippet of this. 
We'll see if I get lucky about where it's queued up to. But this is Edward Dowd. I have his book right here in front of me, Cause Unknown, The Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022. The foreword is written by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who is now going to be uh, challenging uh, Joseph Biden the presidency, the Democratic nomination for the uh, Democrat, Democrat Party. And uh, I think that's great news. But here's Ed Dowd on the hard numbers of the vaccine tragedy, the bioweapon. Integrity and uh, we are investors first. So investors don't wait for the medical professions or the government authorities to tell us what we what we can surmise. So we think we have the analyst mosaic and the vaccine damage report was kind of the the closing phase of, of, of what we've discovered. And let me just go through it. So we, we conservatively calculated excess deaths. Let's go to the human cost first. Excess deaths, 300,000 conservatively from the vaccine. And that uh, um, uh, it, we, we, we added both up 21 and 22. It's likely higher. Um, and uh, we estimated the economic cost for all of 22, just to make things simple, because the, the excess deaths is the lowest dollar amount. The disabilities are cumulative, so that's 1.36 million. And then we discovered a new, we've been trying to quantify vaccine injury, because we know there are some. And we discovered that uh, with the uh, BLS, Euro, US Bureau of Labor Statistics, absence data and work time loss data. And it's horrendously uh, a black swan event there, um, and we've estimated through the clinical analysis of the Pfizer trials that were they wanted to hide those from us for 75 years. So we took the adverse events that, that were going on while the trial was still live, and we uh, calculated the number of injuries uh, 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 against all the doses given. And we came up with uh, 26.6 million people uh, injured. And how does that present itself? We believe that's presenting itself in its suppressed immune system, which is causing chronic sickness that presents a, a host of um, um, different disorders that you know you know you can't identify as a vaccine directly, but are caused by your suppressed immune system. All right, I'll pause it there. Uh, I think that was actually the information I was looking for. Twenty-six point six million injuries, one point three six million disabilities. These are hardcore injuries, people that have been disabled by this bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, and excess deaths in 2021 and 2022, 300,000 people dead, conservatively, by Ed Dowd's numbers. And this guy is smart. This guy knows exactly what he's talking about, and he's standing in the gap for we the people. He's standing in the gap for humanity against Pfizer, the CDC, the FDA, and all of these charlatans that want to bury the truth about the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. What do you guys think about this? I mean, how does this end? Where are the perp walks? They want to perp walk Donald Trump all day long, but no, Albert Borla, the CEO of Pfizer, go enjoy your tens of millions of dollars. Let me let me just say this. First and foremost, you know, God bless him and the number of crunchers, but they're relying on statistics from our government, which we know lie, right? If you look at VAERS, the Harvard study says that it's less than 1% um, of, of what is actually reported appears in the VAERS system. We know that the Bureau of Labor Statistics lies to us about the unemployment rate every week. They just change the calculations. What I'm trying to say to you is that the data on which he's relying is woefully um, inaccurate. And I mean, it's it's way below what the real numbers are. And I, I heard him say that you know, 26 million figure. It is, it is way higher than that. It's multiples of that based on what it is we're experiencing. And like I said, I'm in the insurance business. This is something I am supposed to know and do know. 
So I appreciate what it is he's saying, but the government is not a good place to get your data from. Right. So 300,000 well, deaths. I would agree with Todd, Sean, because the, what we're seeing is far bigger than what he's reporting because doctors are not doing their job and reporting the injuries. So they, Ed Dowd and the analyst cannot have accurate data because the medical profession is choosing to keep the blinders on. They are not reporting it. They are not doing the markers. I see this in my own medical practice. I see patients, patients from all over the United States and not a single one of them seems to have any other doctors checking the markers for vaccine-induced damage, D-dimer, troponin, fibrinogen, C-reactive protein, the autoimmune disorders that are sky high. Nobody that my patients see is bringing up these issues except me. So obviously the medical profession is not even bothering to monitor the patients, check the markers, and report the damage. So there's no way that, that no way. the analyst can have accurate data. Doctor, let me ask you a question because I've seen this statistic. You and I are involved with you know, thousands of other doctors and, and scientists and whatnot. I've seen a lot of their statistical um, data, one of which is that 100 million people in America have myo or pericarditis. Is that not a severe injury is that not a disability it is a severe injury myocarditis can carry a 50 percent mortality in five years it's a very serious problem and the and the thing that just makes me apoplectic about my profession is doctors are refusing to do the early screening blood test that could pick up the damage that could help people get proper treatment early. And you know what, it's Doctor? It's unconscionable. It, it is. And it's not like this is new. We've been, the three of us have been talking about this for well more than a year, that there were AIDS proteins put into the shots, which causes vaccine-induced acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Um, it's what Mr. Dowd was saying. People's immune systems are affected. What, what he isn't telling people is that their immune systems are gone after three shots. You have none left. So, I know. Yes. <laughs> I'm seeing it in my patients. Do you know? And, and this, again, other doctors just don't even check these parameters. But every one of the patients that calls and says, I tested positive for COVID. I have COVID again. I do a battery of lab tests. They are all coming back with high titers for cytomegalovirus, Epstein-Barr virus, RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, mycoplasma pneumonia, and they are not just, quote, COVID, end quote, patients. They have immune suppression as literally, it's been more than a year, Todd. Our first program, Stop the Shot, aired August 4th, 2021, our first press conference. We've done multiple ones on that for two years, calling out the risk and the damage and explaining how you properly test for the damage, how you screen for people having symptoms ahead of time so that they can be treated. And it still sits there. Nothing 
is being done by the medical profession, our public health agencies, our lawyers. Even the churches are not calling out this assault on God's design of the human body. Right. So all the way around, today's message on Good Friday, Sean, is that we are summarizing all the ways that the blanket of demonic evil has overtaken us and none of our institutions are standing up to it. Now, I come back to the promise of Easter is that God prevails and he will in his time. And we, the faithful remnant, the watchmen on the wall, continue to stand and stand in the gap and bring the truth to the people as we're called to do. Hey, doctor, have you heard of Dr. William Mackis? I believe he's out of Canada. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, let me show this. He's doing some interesting work. Uh, uh, He's calling this thing turbo cancer. And uh, I just want to do a screen share here. So this is really sad, right? So turbo cancer of appendix in 19-year-old basketball player Hagen Nepp. A terrifying story of suspected COVID-19 mRNA vaccine injury. First time surgeons opened up his stomach, they stopped and closed him back up. There were tumors everywhere. So I'll scroll down here and I'll try to find uh, another tweet from uh, Dr. Mackis uh, in which he's talking about a 66-year-old man who had lymphoma. And I I can't find it, so I'm going to just give you these loose dates. So the uh, x-ray of the man on or around March 9th uh, showed the cancer in his body. Uh, His doctors gave him a booster on or around March 21st or 22nd. There it is. Is this it? Yes. It's yeah, there yep, you go. There it is. And the I results, saw that. Oh, okay, I got it. it wasn't March, it was September. So September eighth, there's the lymphoma. He gets a vaccine booster on the twenty second of September, and by uh, you know, and a week later, his body is absolutely consumed. His body is absolutely consumed by cancer. Turbo cancer. We brought to you by Pfizer. Brought to you by this. Pfizer. Did we? All right. Did you? The 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 mRNA shots turn off the body's God given tumor suppressor genes. And these, we predicted this in the, actually, I did a program with a reproductive and cancer immunologist in the summer of 2020, when they were first talking about this experimental technology. And it's very alarming. I've seen more cancers among my practice of patients since in in the second half of 2022 than I've seen throughout my career. And it's all in the people who've gotten the vaccine and multiple boosters. Yeah. Turbo cancer brought to you by turbo Pfizer. cancer. No, it's so sad. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. And it is the destruction of the immune system. So, you know, these numbers that are being quoted by Ed Dowd, you know, they're only going to get, well, I don't know if they're going to get worse. They will if people continue to get these boosters. But the people that have already gotten the shots and gotten the worst doses possible, because uh, some doses I think are worse than others, uh, these numbers are going to haunt us for, you know, for, years, sure. for years to come. Right, Todd? I mean, as an insurance yes. actuary guy, I mean. I, look, this is just the very beginning of this. It, it really, truly is, because after your immune system is gone, Dr. Vliet will tell you practically any malady can kill you. If you're if you're not able to fight against it. And one of the things we found uh, in our research relating to this was a replacement of the T cells with something synthetic called B cells. So, you know, you might remember Moderna early on said that they were installing an operating system. people, And and that's really where we've gone to 
in our research is showing that through all the, these technologies, we already know they're in there, we already know they exist, um, they have transformed people away from you know, your traditional um, means of defending your body against pathogens into what looks a whole lot like a computer or digitized way of doing it. So you can see that they're actually creating their, their slave labor, their Borg, um, and that they've replaced the, the antiviral properties, the anti-cancer properties of T-cells with a synthetic B-cell, just like Bill Gates, you know, created Microsoft. They created the viruses to plague it at the same time so they can sell antivirus software. Same deal. It's a rope-a-dope. They're doing it all over again. Here's the thing, and it really, really troubles our souls, right? These people continue to walk free, and where are the marches in the streets? Where are the protests against right. Bill Gates and Albert Borla? Where's the outrage for all of these people who have died suddenly? There's precious little outrage what about your kids? I mean, I, I'm shocked that you don't see parents saying, oh, dear Lord, I, I put this in my kid. Somebody's going to pay for this. And, and I don't understand, you know, how it is people can't, can't seem to grasp, they can't embrace, don't want to embrace the truth. And, and that's the most disheartening part of this. Is it, it doesn't matter how plain it is to you and I and Dr. Vliet. Um, people are refusing. It's a conscious effort. I am not going to deal with this. And they just live along blindly while their kid dies or they die. Well, you know, Todd, I think there, there are a couple of explanations for that that come to my mind. Number one, most of the parents who are vaccinating their children have themselves had the COVID shot. Sure. And the COVID shot does cause brain inflammation that damages one's ability to think clearly. And that's True. been well borne out by neuroscientists and by physicians looking at the reality of the impact of brain inflammation. So that's one aspect of it. But it's also biblical. God talks about in the Old Testament yeah. how in when people turn away from him as part of his judgment, he allows people to remain blinded to the truth. The scales fall over their eyes. And so yeah. there's, there's the biblical explanation for the prevalence of darkness and blindness. And there is also the scientific medical explanation that brain inflammation causes a frontal lobe brain syndrome. Listeners, look it up on Google, read about it, and you'll start recognizing the behavior of a lot of people around you these days. The frontal lobe brain syndrome is alive and real in our culture, particularly among those who've gotten the COVID shot. Yeah, that's a really And if they've had COVID on top of it after getting the shot, then they have even more brain inflammation and more difficulty with lack of clarity of thinking and judgment and emotional volatility. All of those things are part of that syndrome. Well, add to that the 5G component, and we're being bathed in well, RF, yes. which makes it even more difficult to think, especially for the NPCs who don't know. They're not equipped to have these conversations. They don't know the first thing about any of the truth we've just discussed. They don't know what a central bank is, for instance. They probably don't know what hyperinflation is. And uh, they right. just put out one of these kill towers right in front of my health club. I'll put this up on the screen, guys. This is a brand new AT&T 5G tower. And the warning sticker right on it says, RF emitted from this device may yeah. exceed FCC guidelines. 
I assure all of my friends and neighbors that uh, may means they do. They definitely do. And I need to get one of those RF meters so I can test the RF coming off this thing because it looks like this is pits of hell stuff. Look at this thing. It's just an absolute nightmare. But as we come full circle, boy, the trans insanity, I think that was a great place to start because it only continues. Look at these two giant men dressed like women behind this politician here in Canada. Now, if you think it's bad so far for <laughs> swimmers like Riley Gaines, a female who does not want to compete against a male wearing a female bathing suit in a swimming competition, if you think Riley's got it bad, here's what's coming for anybody who dares protest these people in the future. Firstly, it enables the attorney general to create a 2S LGBTQI plus community safety zone to prohibit within a hundred meters of the property any homophobic transphobic act of intimidation threat offensive threats offensive remarks protest disturbance and distribution of hate propaganda within the meaning of the uh, criminal code it also comes with it a penalty of twenty five thousand dollars if prosecuted successfully so the slippery slope to absolute despotism and satanic tyranny is upon us. In Canada, if you want to protest these people, if they're reading Trans Book Day, if they're reading to your kids, if they're doing a drag show in front of impressionable minors, you better not get within 100 meters of the place or you might get a $25,000 fine and go to jail. Well, go back to what we said at the beginning, that this is mob rule. It is moving towards Marxist, communist, totalitarianism. And until we, the people, stand against the tyranny, we will be subject to this persecution. It's a parallel of what Jesus went through in his day. And that is what the good, that's what led to Good Friday and the crucifixion, was the persecution of the righteous, the persecution of, of people who were trying to be faithful followers of God. So are we going to stand and reclaim our heritage as a Judeo-Christian nation, or will we give in to the forces of darkness? That's the question on this Good Friday. It reminds me, too, of uh, Jesus on the cross. And uh, anybody who's not seen the Mel Gibson movie, The Passion, you're doing yourself a real disservice. I think it's one of the best movies ever made. And I, I don't say that lightly. And I met Jim Caviezel out in Las Vegas. He's really, really a special person. And uh, when Jesus was on the cross, he said, Lord, he said, uh, my father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I think we're seeing that today with these brainwashed trans insanity protesters, uh, the people that foam at the mouth for abortion on demand whenever they want it, even in the ninth month, even after a child is born. Yeah. Do you believe there's a movement right now to kill little children after they're born yes. and label that abortion? So this is truly the spirit of the Antichrist. And Jesus himself prayed for these people. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And uh, I guess I would ask uh, Dr. Vleed or Todd, if you'd prefer, one of you, if you'd want to say a prayer for us or lead us in a prayer or just say a few words about what we're up against. I think we've covered it. But if either of you wanted to uh, end with a prayer here as we're moving towards Easter Sunday, uh, I think that a would be just, idea. just terrific. Dr. Vleed? Do- doctor, do? yeah, are you up for it? You, you've, you've given I'm good happy. prayers before. I'm, I'm honored to do that. Um, Heavenly Father, We come before you 
on this Good Friday leading into the promise of Easter, overwhelmed by the evil in this world, but knowing that you are sovereign, your faithful promise was revealed in the resurrection of Jesus Christ on Easter Sunday. And that is the message of hope for all of us. Strengthen us with your Holy Spirit, your wisdom. Help us to put on the armor of God. Help us to turn back to you, humble ourselves, repent of our sins, and know that in your faithful promise, you will heal our land and restore us to the divine inspiration that you gave our founders for this great nation. Strengthen all of us in Christ as we go forward and stand against evil. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name. Beautiful, doctor. Amen. All right. Well, thank you so much. Guys, thank you so very much. We do appreciate it. And uh, to all the listeners out there, we wish you a happy, blessed Easter Sunday. He has risen, and the enemies of humanity have made it very clear that they hate him. And that's how you know we are entering. We're very close to the gates of hell here on earth, hell on earth, when these people love to kick Bibles, burn Bibles, uh, take the Lord's name and, you know, scream bloody epithets at uh, at their uh, political enemies. People like Riley Gaines, a female who just doesn't want to compete in a female sport against men wearing female bathing suits. It's just insanity. It is the height of societal depravity. And uh, it's brought to you by the New World Order, I assure you. The same people who killed Christ, in my view. My guests have been Dr. Lee Vliet. Doc, thanks. Shout out your website. How can people follow you? Follow us at truthforhealth.org. And remember, Easter says you can put truth in the grave, but it won't stay there. (laughs) Very good. All right. And attorney Todd Callender, the CEO of CloudHub. How are things going over there? Is there anything we can do to support you? Um, yeah, I, I think so. If people uh, would like to give us a try, we're in the process of fixing some issues. Um, but every day gets better. I've got a great team of people uh, that are really doing their best to, to make this the, the standard, the platform, the standard. We're integrating um, 72 language and instant, sorry, instant translation features uh, for people to have meetings and have events. And that's what I want, Sean, is many people um, to use it, to do really what it is you're doing. We want to be force multipliers to the word of God and people's thoughts, be the marketplace of ideas. So you can follow us at, at uh, CloudHub, also Vax Choice, um, which the two of them are kind of coming together at this point. I really appreciate your help. Um, and that's it. We're here to help as many people as we can by by being a force multiplier to help them get their words and thoughts out. And beautiful prayers like Dr. Vliet are always welcome. All right. Very good. I thank you both so much for being friends of truth and friends to SGT report and just great people in general. God bless you guys. Thanks for coming on today. God bless you, brother. God bless. Thank you, John. Thank you, Doc. All right, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in. A special thanks to our subscribe stars and uh, the folks at SGTReport.tv. And for real news, guys, hit us up directly every day for free at SGTReport.com. The antidote to corporate propaganda. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. In my view, the world goes in cycles, and right now, human consciousness is rising, and that's why these bets on the other side are so big. This is a last ditch. That's why they're doing things like inoculations, anything they can do to try to fence in 
the rising of human consciousness and get the iron fist of control around it 